you want to live a life of freedom and adventure? Are you wanting more than the daily grind? Me too. Welcome to The Emma Lovell Show, a place where we talk about living a life you love now. I'm your host, Emma Lovell, and my number one value is freedom. I've spent the last 14 years running a business and traveling the world, and now I take my husband and toddler along for the adventure too. It's possible and I know you can create a life doing what you truly love as well. This podcast will inspire, motivate, and encourage you to go after your dreams, to create a life you love and to live it now, not wait for retirement or someday in the future. I'll be sharing episodes weekly about how I harmonize business, travel, and self-care. I'll also bring on incredible guests to share their journeys, the wins, the challenges, and how they're creating a life they love. Let's jump in and get dreaming. This is a space for you to manifest a life you love. I would like to acknowledge and recognize Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. I am grateful for the continuing care of the land, waterways and skies where I work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on Yugambeh country and from wherever you are listening, I pay my respects to the elders past and present. I'm so excited to introduce you to the sparktabulous, glitter bomb loving, fantastic, encouraging, kind, and just all around sparkly human that is Farah Mack. She's an actor, speaker, writer, activist, and founder of the Self Worth Movement, which is a social enterprise created to educate, inspire, and empower women and girls about the power of self worth. She's a popular MC and presenter, and she's worked with vast array of clients from Ferrari to Marriott Hotels to Florsheim and many more. Uh, Fun fact, she has also played the role of Katrina Marshall on the much-loved Australian TV series Neighbours. And she says she can also make her butt cheeks move to the beat of any song. And her reels on Instagram do prove this. This woman is an inspiration and a true, true heart-centered businesswoman. And I'm so proud to be connected to her. I can't wait for you to have this little bit of sparkle in your day. Please welcome Farah Mack. Welcome to the podcast, the most sparktabulous, glitter bomb, fantastic woman, Farah Mack. Oh, thank you, my fellow queen of sparkles. Look at us all matchy matches in our sequins today. We will share some video clips, but um, if you're listening on the podcast, we um, I got onto the Zoom and Farah was in this spectacular hot pink sequined turtleneck number um, that she's informed me was from Country Road, which is blowing my mind because I didn't even know they did sequins. I think everybody does sequins now. And I'm wearing my signature sequin blazer, which means showtime. So <laughs> I had to put that on because I was like, well, sequins attract sequins. So... But Farah, tell us in your own words, who are you? Oh, I am Farah Mack. Uh, first and foremost, I'm mother to four fabulous children and married to the love of my life and three super cute fur babies. I have three dogs. I'd have many more if I could. Um, I'm an actor, writer, presenter, speaker and passionate activist for the prevention and essentially ending of domestic and family violence. And I am the founder of the Self-Worth Movement, which is a social enterprise that was created to educate, inspire and empower women and girls about the power of self-worth. It's kind of evolved more into people, empower everybody, because 
men have been coming to me as well, all, all different people from all different walks of life. But, you know, our mission to educate, inspire and empower about self-worth and finding that strength within. I love it. And that's kind of where I found you because we were both in Business Chicks Business Club together and you were really you know, in the self-worth movement, kind of the business was growing and I got some of your beautiful cards and these are the most beautiful cards. I do believe I could probably reach them on my desk. Um, Mm -hmm. And they have things like just, you know, affirmations and these beautiful drawings. And then on the back, the words. And how did that come about? Like where did where did that come from that you just were like, I'm going to make these beautiful and there's more to it than that I know, but the the cards, where did that come from? That's a great question because the journey started life as a poem. So I wrote a poem many years ago called She Shines about a woman who goes on a journey to rediscover her self-worth. Essentially the poem was about me. And then I had a vision to turn it into a short film Um, So years later I adapted it into a short film screenplay and then I was meeting with all these amazing people um, and ready to get it off the ground and then lockdown hit and we were like, oh, what do we do now? I happened to be working with an amazing life coach at the time, so she said to me, she was like my driver, come on, Fahri, you can't just sit still now just because of this lockdown thing doesn't mean you don't forge forward with your vision and your purpose And so because I was a big user of affirmations myself to help me through difficult times, I thought I'll create my own affirmation cards, but I wanted them to be the Chanel of affirmation cards. So bringing in all the things I loved. And when I say Chanel, not just about fashion, it was how when you have something beautiful like that, how it makes you feel. So they were luxurious, like I got velvet touch stock and the gold sparkle and the rounded corners fashion style illustrated but diverse and inclusive um so I approached a local illustrator and said can you bring this vision to fruition because I can only draw like stick figures (laughs) I'm not (laughs) that's not one of my strengths so she created I told her what I wanted and we worked together to create each character so each woman in the cards is a character uh, named after a value so compassionate kind worthy resilient different values And then they needed to be the I am because that's what I would write on my boards and things like that. So I just started writing while working with the illustrator and then I worked with the marketing team and eventually we created them. I wanted them to also be locally made, which was a challenge, I must say, um, and also a financial challenge. Um, But it was important to me to support small businesses, especially at that time in the pandemic. So I had them locally made in Victoria and they used ethical printing processes and sustainable packaging and all that sort of stuff. And that's how it came to fruition. So eventually they came to life. Actually, the original pack was only 31 cards because there's 32. And then I was going through a bit of a challenging time at my life and I remember seeing my therapist and he said to me, because he uses a lot of spirit animals in our sessions, and he said to me, Farah, you're acting like a meerkat. Rise up and be a lioness. And I was like, yeah. And he said, you need to be more fierce. And so that's how the fierce character came to fruition. Oh, my goodness. What did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled out the fierce card and I I was going to ask you if that's her. It's you. I've seen, I have seen did you actually wear the dress? So I, for those who are listening, I'm sure holding it up to Farah. That's why she gasped because I wanted to find the card that was, I knew I was pretty sure it was you. 
Yes. So she is me and I created her to help me find my fierce lioness within. So that is a one of my favourite dresses that I have. And when I um, spoke to the illustrator, I gave her a photo of me, but I said, can you make her have a lioness vibe? So <laughs> that's why the big hair. <laughs> does. Well, and I have the big hair. So, um, and I, we, we have the mutual lovely colleague, Alex Tempany, who when I last saw her gave me um, the lion ring and I'm a Leo. And it was Lion's Gate when she gave it to me. So it was all very, um, very sort of special. So I've just pulled three. I like pulling them um, occasionally. So, but I've pulled three. So I've got I am capable, I am kind, and I am powerful. And these have been the most beautiful gifts. I've been gifting them to clients who've joined my program, clients who've joined my course, uh, people who've come on my retreats. And what I did for one of them, which was so nice when I launched my course, was uh, each time a woman joined, I pulled a card for her and I put her on the wall. And so I had up the seven women for the course on my wall. Every day I'd look at them and I'd have, you know, the powerful and the optimistic and um, the effervescent. And, um, yeah, it was, they've just been beautiful. And um, I do notice the quality and they were just such a lovely gift. Everybody who's got them has really, um, yeah, really kind of taken on what you've created. And the I am is an exercise I do because it's really important, isn't it? It's um, I want to be. I, I wish I was, I could be, like how much more powerful is it saying, if you're going, I wish I was fierce, to saying I am fierce. Yes. You start to believe it. I've got on the mirror right now, so I've got a like little sticker bump. I don't know where I was meant to put it, but I put it on the mirror, I am enough. And you do have to say that I am and even about your name, I tell people to introduce yourself, I am. And it's just such a, it does really help to say it, to see it. It creates ownership. And with the cards, just a little sideline for anyone who loves a bit of woo-woo, I actually worked with a spiritual healer for the whole time I was creating them. So she infused blessings into each one. So I do imagine that each one, it has its own personality and its own magic to give to whoever's holding the card and working with the card and believing in the card. And I've used them myself like when I've had challenges in my life or just every day but the challenging times I'll I'll pull three cards like you just did and I imagine them to be like my three best friends or cheerleaders bringing that whatever it is compassion or kindness or strength to me in that moment I'm writing myself a note because I'm going to get some um you know just doing admin on a podcast I went to the most beautiful uh rose farm retreat and um it was so beautiful and I got given rose affirmation cards and it was funny because it was like this thing of going I was like oh I've already got a set and then I have like I sort of have um I guess affirmation cards and then I have the oracle cards and I was like that's enough and I used to have another set and I ended up giving them away I was like that's enough and then when I went to this farm um Denise Duffield Thomas loves affirmation cards so she had like 20 boxes and I was like but isn't that too much she's like I love them so I want more I was like oh my gosh it's okay for me to have more than enough like more than one of something and I didn't even I, I, I don't know these are so special I don't put them I put them into a different category but they are affirmation cards but put them into a different category and then she gave me these and she doesn't like gifts 
but I'm going to gift some to the house. And so then other people who come to the house, because we used all different cards. So so I'm writing myself a note that we need to get some cards out to the Rose Farm so they can be amongst all the selection of wonderful. um, And, yes, you should and can have more, just like shoes. (laughs) Well, we will speak about that because I... I see. So we connected online. Fun fact, Ifara and I, you know, message each other, just send each other little love bombs, like literally love you. Haven't touched her in person. Haven't met her. Haven't hugged her. I still can't. I literally, that doesn't seem real when you say that out loud. (laughs) I know. We're just like, we're just like, hey. Um, I think that's the power of online connection, which has been so beautiful and and through the time we met, which was so needed. Mm But, um, and it does transcend the screen, which is beautiful. But um, I do want to spend more time with you in person. But I, you know, then I follow you on social media and I'm like, this woman is just out there being fabulous, like wearing all these fabulous things. So you, you, we talk about your shoes, but you're a Fendi fan. And I'm just like, one day I'm just like, okay, what's like, how, why? And you were giving, getting deliveries of them. Like, I'm like, what's the Fendi thing? Like, cause I'm just like, who is this lady? It's so foreign to me. Well, you know, the Fendi thing started. One, I do love it because it's F. I feel like I've got some Fendi earrings in today and they're F. So it's I kind of go into my own little world thinking it's F for Farah. So <laughs> <laughs> then that, that I do believe in my mind that it's my own brand created with the F. But um, the Fendi thing started coming back to what you were just talking about, con- connection. Uh, many years ago, I w- did the walk against family violence. And so I was in my active wear with my girlfriends and one of my girl- and afterwards one of my girlfriends said to me, oh, do you want to pop in Fendi? Have you seen their new pink collection? And I'm like, I can't go in like this. Like I had no makeup on, just hair up. We'd just done this walk and everything. And she said, yes, you can. Come in and meet this gorgeous man, Salvatore, who's no longer with Fendi, but he's still in the luxury brand um, business and he's incredible. So she took me in and Salvatore just, I just fell in love with him because he was the loveliest, bubbliest, sweetest person, had no judgment the fact that I was in my daggy active wear and looking like, you know, I'd just done a big walk, which I had. And he was so sweet and lovely, gave us champagne and we just had this lovely connection. And then he showed me the pink neon dress, which you've probably seen me wear a lot. Like I've really got my return on investment, <laughs> investment. on that one. <laughs> Cost per wear, it's like women's maths, isn't it? Cost per, cost per, It came back down. To, so we built this relationship and then he left Fendi to go to another brand and he connected me with um, some other people at their Chadson store and they just took care of me. So it wasn't so much that I was this big spender splashing cash like pretty woman that, that we've talked about. Um, certainly I invested in Fendi pieces when, it, when something saying my name, I would find a way to be able to save and make that happen. And um, But it was the relationship and the connection, the way they treated me, they always, not treated, they still do, they made me feel so special and so valued and so loved, whether I'm buying one thing or buying nothing or buying a couple of things. So it came down to the what their customer service, I guess, mm-hmm. but essentially I always saw it as relationship and other brands have sort of attempted that with me because probably because they've seen what I have with Fendi, but it's never felt that authentic. So I have a genuine love for Fendi because of the way they've made me feel. And, you know, they even sent me flowers for my birthday last month. 
and I haven't bought anything from Fendi for a while. So they just continue to make me feel loved and valued no yeah. matter what. So it's been a relationship thing. So I kind of, everyone says to me, are you an ambassador? <laughs> I'm not an ambassador for Fendi, but I am a true, genuine um, lover yeah. of them. Yeah. Their brand and obviously the quality and everything. And they come out with beautiful, unique pieces. Hey, lovely. I truly believe it's your time to shine. To build your business, you need to know the right steps to take at the right time. And I know it can feel so overwhelming trying to figure out what to do next when there's so many things to do. That's why I offer the Hour of Power. It's one hour where we get clear actions that you can take to start building your business today. You can use this session to get advice, review content, build strategies, or work through mindset blocks. We could simply talk about what you want to do next, what you want to attract into your life, and how you could actually bring more travel and enjoyment into your life. It's whatever you need. This is your time, and I'm here to back you every step of the way. So let's set you up for massive success. Check it out, The Hour of Power. You can find it on my website, emmalevel.au forward slash work with me. Check out the show notes, and if you're interested at all, please do contact me. You can also get me at emma at emmalevel.au. Now back to the episode. But you're a customer advocate, and that's um, what the goal is um, with a brand, is to have customer advocates out there who are telling people. And I know that you said uh, when we were down there, I couldn't, we couldn't meet up, but you were like, you and Jade, you have to go to Fenty. And I was like, well, I'm not going without you. But you're like, just tell them I, tell, I sent you. You'll have a fab time. And I said, we'll go together and it will be a thing. But I, I prepped them, so they were ready for you with champagne. But I I think I appreciate that. And I think, like I said, I don't I didn't get it. I'm not um as I say, I'm sitting here in my sequin jacket, and I think I'm probably having more of an appreciation for style and individual style now than I ever did. I think it, a lot of my money and it's the theme of the podcast goes towards travel. And I've always, I guess I've always had things that suit me or whatever that's fine. Like I find my own style, but like the understanding of investing in some pieces or finding brands that you really love and know and kind of match your style and as opposed to kind of just going with whatever. Um, I love things with a story as well. And so I think I I always related that back to travel and I'd go on my travels and I'd go to a shop and da da, da. But it's like, well, you can still have a story um, with something you bought at the mall. It's just, as you said, how the experience is. And I, I now have my Yves Saint Laurent uh, bag that I won. So I am now starting to understand. I, well, it's the, quali- it's the quality and it is um, all that thought and care and it's m- more than the price tag. It's um, mm. how yeah. it makes you it is how it makes you feel. And if somebody loves something, you know, who are we to say? And I've, I've always said, like, I'm not, I love the bag. I don't think, I don't think I'm going to be into bags now. But, you know, it's like if somebody loves something and I just saw that's why I was just like, okay, like what, what, I haven't seen someone so passionate about a brand. And it was, it was, it was lovely because I can see how happy you are. It's the, it's the people connection. That's what, that's what it really is for me. I mean, of course I love the, the fashion and the bags it's I really do love their ready to wear because for me fashion is an expression of who you are so I like to buy unique pieces that I feel were made just for me even though they weren't but you know when you put something on and you just feel like that's made just feel like like this pink sequins 
turtleneck really good for you. <laughs> which is country road and kudos to country road for bringing some sparkle into their range <laughs> oh yeah and look and that's what it's about and as i said it's not um you know who are we to say what people love and and how they want to express themselves but it's a really lovely thing and, and maybe it's a with with age and wisdom comes as well that you maybe you don't care as much about what people think either that you're kind of like I like this and it feels good on me and I want to share it and I'm gonna you know it's an expression of self yes and allowing people and the ones around you people you love to express themselves whether it's that you've bought it from a vintage store or you bought it from a luxury store or you bought it from Kmart or Big W or anywhere because I find sometimes there's elements of judgment. People will judge either way, whether it's from a cheap store or an expensive store. I've had people tell me that others have judged me because, oh, who is she to be wearing Fendi and flashing around these luxury brands? I'm like, why Why does that upset them? Why? And if that does upset them, then don't follow me. <laughs> like, I don't understand. So just allow people to express themselves in whatever way they want to. No, I love how you show up and I mean look you are in entertainment and media so you're out at different you know and that's you know I know that you and Ray love love a socializing as well and love going out and for me it just brings me joy I just I look at your posts and I think I find it very aspirational and inspirational and the the biggest part for me about it is is the joy radiates from what you're doing and it's like she's doesn't matter where she is she's having a good time yeah. thank you I think that's really important to me the meaning of my name is actually to bring joy Farah means to bring joy joy so I feel like that's my purpose in life to bring joy and sparkle to the world and I sort of pray for that every day you know give me um, that sparkle factor to share out and emanate to the world and it's like you know you've said that you're an advocate for um you know speaking out against family domestic violence you know not everything is always roses um so you bring a lot of joy and you bring a lot of positivity but I know that you also talk about some really heavy heavy topics and where that motivation came from is from you know you were speaking at the uh the walk and and how did you know what's your as much as you're willing to share what's your involvement there and and why are you so passionate so I'm on the lived experience advisory board for Safe Steps and I also do a lot of consulting for Victoria Legal Aid who are doing incredible work at the moment and there's some amazing things happening in the federal and family circuit courts but that's probably a whole other conversation. But I personally was in a relationship that was very abusive and that's where my lived experience comes from and I completely lost my sense of self in that like um literally felt like an empty shell so it was coming out of that and safe steps at my time of healing and recovery were one of the people organizations that supported me in my time and so I remember when there was this one woman when I was in the courts who was um an she worked for safe steps and she just sat there she was a therapist I think and held my hand when I was in the courts and she was like a mother figure And I remember thinking in that moment, one day I'm going to be able to give back to this organisation and hopefully meet this woman again. Like that's, I'm going to turn this darkness into light. And so years later I approached them about helping them. So I did things like I was on their 
phone system because I'm a voiceover artist as well. So I did little bits where I could help them and then eventually became an ambassador and I've recently joined their lived experience advisory group. So it's come from lived experience and wanting to turn what was the very dark time of my life into the light and bring hope to others. So for me, again, it's about bringing hope. Yeah, and that they, they, they can be this this life like because when you're in it, right, it just it, it can't see past that time and it would never yeah. be a time where that's not happening. I just, yeah, thank you for sharing that and I've seen the wonderful work that you're doing and you know, one thing for me on this podcast is I feel like we just see everybody out there doing their thing and you sort of go, oh, it's all right for them kind of thing or look at them over there and it's like, but, you know, and you and I were talking just before we came on about David Beckham, you know, his wife even calls him golden balls, like everything you touch turns to gold. Like, <laughs> but they've been through their stuff and mm. they've worked and they've uh, had ups and downs and is extremely dedicated to his craft and like them or not, you know, you just sort of go, wow, like we just see the shiny stuff or the photo that we just get to sit there and go, I don't like what they're wearing today. You know, like it's just I, I'm fascinated by when people get to a point of the life that we see and it's like, well, what was the story to get you there and why are you making the choice that you're making? So I'll ask you the question that I asked before. Yeah, the question I ask everyone, and what does living a life you love look like? That is such a great question. And, you know, this morning I was thinking, I don't know why this came to my mind, I guess because I've mentioned to you before that we lost a dear friend last week, and I thought everybody struggles somehow in every day, like not every single day is a completely amazing day. So it's important to recognise that there's struggles for everyone in every single day. For me, how I live a life that I love <laughs> is finding the joy and sparkle in the tough times and in every single day and in every single moment, surrounding myself with my what I call a sparkle squad. So having people around me that share the same values and and help support you in your difficult times and, you know, are you cheerleaders in your great times? So that sparkle squad, finding the joy, it's all about sparkle for me, really. <laughs> um, so I think they're the most important things for me, having your great sparkle squad and finding that joy and sparkle in every day, no matter what you're going through. And also never judging others, knowing that whether their life looks shiny on the outside or whether they look like they're struggling, there's always something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. So having that compassion and kindness rather than judgment and fear, I guess. Fear, you know, fear is what drives judgment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you you really do, um, you know, as I said, I've been dancing during COVID, doing your dancing in your house with your husband, in your active wear, dancing <laughs> around. I feel like I know the house as well. I'm going to go there and I'll be like, I know here, I've been here. I've been here. Yeah. <laughs> You know, bringing us into that world and just showing up unapologetically, um, you know, giving these gifts of of the self-worth movement. But then, like, yeah, just literal, you know, the glitter, there's a little sparkle emoji or the little twinkle emoji, and it's just, it's like that was, that's far as emoji. Like, he's like, I can't message her without that emoji. Like, it's, just, it's wrong. Something's wrong if I don't put that emoji. And so that is something that you really bring, and I just love it. And so... Can you tell us what's kind of next for you? What's on the cards? What are you up to? 
my gosh, Emma, there's so many little things simmering. Um, right now the analogy I'm using is I'm like a chef cooking and I've got a lot of pots on the gas top that are simmering. So I have my film project, which I think I've spoken to you about in the past, She Shines, which was the poem that became the enterprise that became a short film. It still hasn't been made, but I've dealt with some amazing producers and it's never quite clicked and felt right. And then recently through incredible ways, I um, managed to get in the door with a major international global brand and a meeting with their managing director to pitch it as a social impact campaign, like uh, the likes of the Always Like a Girl project or the Dove Self Esteem project. So that is simmering at the moment. Fingers crossed. We'll see where that lands. I've also got a factual series on social impact matters that I'm pitching to a network. And this hasn't been publicly announced, but hopefully by the time your <laughs> show comes out, the episodes will be out. But I'm working on Neighbours as Katrina Marshall. So she's back as a guest, which is an absolute privilege and honour because it was Little Farah's dream. Like when I was nine years old, I used to write scripts and cast all my cousins and put on stage shows for the family of neighbours. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, lots of little things in the pipeline. Of course, the self-worth movement is still growing and evolving. Um, that's through I'm running a program called The Worthy Impact, so I do that with corporates and not-for-profit organisations. Um, did some work recently with Carlton Respects, with the Carlton Football Club through their Carlton Respects program. So a lot of things happening and in the pipeline the she shines and the factual series of my two like manifest moments right now you know I just need that magic to come to fruition well and I mean you're watching the David Beckham documentary and that they talked about you know partnering with brands and they did that so well and yeah I just yeah I know that you are destined for incredible things and Thank you for the always bringing the sparkle and joy. How can we connect with you? How can people get a little bit of sparkle and glitter in there? <laughs> uh, so my business at the Self Worth Movement on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to watch me dagger dancing every now and then, you can come to at the Farah Mac. Um, and we also have a website, theselfworthmovement.com. Uh, that's the best ways to connect with me. I do love Instagram. I'm there more often than I am on Facebook. <laughs> and I'll pop all of those in the in the show notes. Thank you so much, beautiful woman. And no doubt we will make it happen soon that we are in the same room and we are sparkling all over the place. You know, when I was getting dressed this morning, I was think, thinking about, oh, I have to get Emma in my wardrobe. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> and we're going to champagne in there and do some sort of dance. Oh, I'm, I'm coming to your house. I know. I was like, hey, I'm coming. I'm just, yeah. This is the thing I do. I just, I just invite myself to people's houses all around the world. But, yes, yours <laughs> is, like, number one, top of the list. So, and in the meantime, we'll keep emoji sparkling and giffy spark, uh, sending sparkles. Actually, I, said, I got an email this morning from my agent just, with like it was literally just a your payment remittance like saying this is your pay that's going in next week and I wrote back some sort of sparkly hope you have a wonderful sparkly day or something and, and his, his payroll officer went wrote back to me saying oh my gosh that email just made me feel like jazz handsing doing the jazz hands <laughs> and I was like yes please do so for the rest of the day I'm like jazz hands my way through the day <laughs> that's what this podcast episode is going to be called jazz hands with Farah Matt. <laughs> like, what the hell? 
I feel like that just shows the ripple effect when you send something sparkly. It creates a ripple effect of sparkles to keep sparkling. <laughs> well, let's sign this one off. We'd have a sparktabulous day, everyone. Lady, yes, have a sparktabulous day. <laughs> Thank you for listening, lovely one. I hope this has inspired you to dream big and start creating a life you love today. If you love what you're hearing, don't forget to follow and rate on Spotify and rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. It helps other awesome people to find this podcast and get motivated and inspired as well. Want to stay connected? Come and join the Live A Life You Love group on Facebook or connect with me on Instagram, emmalovell.au. The same as my website, but all the details are in the show notes, lovely. I'll see you next episode for more inspiration, motivation, and freedom seeking. Now go out there and live a life you love.